Kov Zion today. We're going to start about seven lines down, or maybe nine. Omri Lay, we're up to. Omri Lay, Marianuka, Umar Kshisha, Bereid Rav Chista, Ravashi. So Rav Chista, interestingly, had two, two of his children's names were Mr. Little, Mr. Young One and Mr. Old One. Marianuka, Umar Kshisha, Bereid Rav Chista, those are Rav Chista's children. So he said to Ravashi, Zimna Chada one time, Ikla Amemar La Asrin. Amemar came to our city. We didn't have any wine. So I seen Shechri. We brought him Shechar, which was, you know, we call it beer, but it was some sort of inferior type of wine. Veloy Avdil. He refused to be Mavdil on this Shechar. Ubas Tavas. He went to sleep hungry. Lamachar, and what happened the next day, Sunday? Tarachna, he, uh, he went to, he looked at it for a gourmet store, and he found Tarachna Vaisina Lechamre, he found wine. He was able to find wine. It was, a, it was a, considered, we'll see in a second, that it, was, it wasn't readily available there. Va'avdil, and he made Abdullah, Vitaim, Midi. And only then did he eat something, waited until Sunday, he went to sleep hungry. Lishana Su, the next year. So then, okay, so he came back. Lishana Su. He came back to our city to visit again. Again, we didn't have wine. I seen a shechra. So what did we bring him? They brought him shechra. And now what happened was he now realized that, okay, one second. This is not, uh, they didn't, they, this is not a question of they don't know what they're doing. That wine is just not a common drink in that, in that city. So therefore, Amar Ihachi. So the fact that multiple years they're bringing me this, this shechra. Must be Ihachi Chamar Medinahu. It's the beverage of the Medina. So Avdil. So he went ahead and he used it for Avdallah Batam Midi. And he went ahead and uh, tasted, right? He went ahead and he ate Matzah Shabbos. He ate his, uh, he ate his uh, Malava Malka. Okay? Shema Minat Tlas. We learned from here three things. Uh, you know, before we do the Shema Minat, so let's just speak out a little bit about this Chamar Medina. So there's a machlekes rishenim. What is the category? So what happens? What happened here is there was no wine. Normally, wine wasn't just something like we use for kiddush. That was their beverage of choice for whatever suda they were having. So the rishenim bring down to what's the bar for chamar medina, right? At what point can we say, okay, no wine available, we can go chamar medina? So there's there's a machlekes in Deus that there's one. The Rishonim say that some Rishonim say that there, if there's no wine in the city, but there is in the Medina, okay, uh, even if there is in the Medina, you still that still would you have to go ahead and get wine. You can't rely on the fact that we, you know using some sort of alternate drink. Um, there's a Yesh Mefarshim brought down in the tour that says that the bar is if there's no vineyards. So there's no vineyards in the city or in the Medina in the country. So then you can go ahead and use Hamar Medina. Um, however, practically speaking, um, you know, Rav Vazner explains that they, again, because they used to drink wine, that was their beverage of choice during the Suda, so therefore, you, um, you have to, uh, and, and since today, right, we don't normally, it's not our, our common you know, beverage for an average Suda. Yes, there are people that do drink wine, and we use it for Kiddush. So, the, the, the place can bring down that, practically speaking, it has to be something that is considered a, shis, uh, a drink that is chashev, something you would offer to guests. So, like the Aruch HaShulchan says, sweet tea or coffee, 
those are, are uh, uh, beverages that are chashuva, so that would be considered chamar medina. Ramesha paskin, that soft drinks are not. It's not considered, um, I know other can say that, yeah, you could use Coca-Cola or things like that. And there's a big machlekes in the game in regards to things like orange juice or apple juice, if that has a din of a beverage chashuva or not. Okay, and then, so the point is, can, for any kashal bracha, and we'll see that there's, right, so there's, there's, a, there's a wide range, so it seems like um, there are some, again, there are also some paiskim that hold that it has to have, um, Cham Avadya says that, uh, the Ravad Yosef says that it needs to, for the Sardom in the room, that it needs to be able to be, mis- it has to be able to be uh, mistake, right, it has to be able to uh, have some sort of alcoholic content, but other paiskim don't paskin that way. Um, either way, we see here the concept of using Hamar Medina for, it's not just exclusively for Havdalah, but it's for any Kaishal Bracha. So the question is, there's really three categories of Kaishal Bracha, right? There's, uh, there's uh, Birchas Hamazon, there's Kiddush, and then there's uh, Birchas Hamazon, and there's Kiddush, and there's Havdalah. So the, I look at the Mishnah Buru over here, the Mechaber brings down that for a Kaishal Bracha, if there's no wine, you can use Hamar Medina. If let's say you have a difference of different chamar, chamar, chamar medinas, right? There's different, you know, coffee or tea, let's say. You should use the one that you prefer, that's chashiv to you, that you prefer, that's what you should use. Um, but you can't use mayim. Mayim, even though it, it was universally uh, drunken, that even then it was, you know, but still it's not considered, it's not a shesia chashuva, it's not a beverage that's considered chashiv enough to be used as a chamar medina. Um, However, the Mechaber says that when it comes to Kiddush, uh, it brings down a rush. It says that for Kiddush, if you don't have, for Kiddush, Lila is a difference between Kiddush at night and during the day. And at night, if you don't have wine, do not use Hamar Medina. You rather, you should use Pas, bread. Okay, but for Kiddush during the day, remember, with the whole Kiddush during the day, there's no Bracha of Kiddush. What is it? It's just the Bari Priyagafen. So what's the reason why we make Kiddush during the day? To differentiate from a Sudas Chol to a Sudas Shabbos. So meaning that inst- normally what you would do is you would wash, you'd eat your Suda, and then have wine during your Suda. So we say Shabbos morning to differentiate, go ahead and make your bracha on wine first, and then eat your Pas. So that means that during the day, you can't make Kiddush on, on Chawa, because now you're just reversing that whole thing. You're going ahead and you're eating your bread first. Right? So you're eating it just like any other normal daytime suda. So therefore, during, we say that it's, it's interesting that Kiddush Friday night, if you don't have wine, you should make the Kiddush on Pas. However, Kiddush Shabbos day, you should use a Hamar Medina uh, to make your Kiddush. Um, and for uh, Havdalah, okay, we could use Hamar Medina if there's no Yayin, because you can't be Mavdal on Pas according to almost all Shittas. Okay? Um, now, just an interesting thing. I saw that the Ramah says it's better to use a kais pagam of yayin better than shechar. So if somebody drank out of a cup, go ahead and it's better to use that for, for Habdallah than it is to use a chamar medina or a shechar. Um, but, but, um, uh, but, but the Mishnah Bura actually brings down and says that no, that if, if, if it's actually a chamar medina, not just a shechar, then you should use the Hamar Medina over the Kais Pagam of Yayin. Just one additional thing that's I don't know, very negated to me, at least, in regards to this, now we're talking about Hamar Medina using it for Kiddush during the day. So what about using, making Kiddush on schnapps? Very negated to me. Um, so it's actually brought down, it's interesting, I, I've done this a couple of times, 
but only if I have a big crowd, of course, because I'm not going to drink at all. But uh, the Mishnah Brewer does bring down that if you make Kiddush on Schnapps, you should make on a Revius, and then you, but you can split it up to everybody that's there. You give it out in little, in little doses. However, there are, um, there are, there are Marsham and others bring down that there was a Minhug uh, to, make, to make Kiddush even on a Schnapps glaze on a little bit of Schnapps. Why? Because it's enough to be Mechaiv Yubarin Fasha. So we see it's considered enough of a, of a beverage that's Chashuva that you could use it as an alternative for Kiddush. Okay. Anyway, Shmami Natlas. So we learn from this story that we saw that Amemar went ahead, he came to the city, he came there twice. First time he went to bed hungry because there was no wine. He refused to use alternate beverage. And he went to bed hungry. So Shmami Natlas. Shmami Natlas. That even though Mistama, he would have davened. And in Mistama, he said, Abdullah and Tfila still that there's a chiv to make Abdullah on a kais shal yayin, and that's a real chiv. So again, we see he went to bed hungry, he can't eat before he makes Abdullah. That you can be mavdil uh, during the week. Where do we see this? From the fact that he went ahead and he, uh, he woke up Sunday morning and started a new search to find some wine the first time that he was there because he didn't realize that the after this was concept of Hamar Medina in this Menag that Sheikha was a Hamar Medina and therefore he went ahead and um, he went ahead and uh, so he, he, was, he made Abdullah on Sunday. Okay. So this is actually it's the, the box which is around. He says, Can you make Kiddush on Sheikha, on beer? I'm a hashta. Who says, I don't understand where, where you're coming from. There's bigger shilas than that. Uma pirzuma viti'eni. So it, it, just in those days, the beer was a little different than in our... In, in, in those days, the shekhar was essentially like an inferior wine product. It wasn't like we have like a barley malt, like it was its own, you know, umnis. It was an inferior wine product. So he said, what are you asking me about shekhar? Hashto ma pirzuma viti'eni. So Pirzuma is barley beer. That would be more like our beer, which is more chashev. And Tieni, which is uh, Sheikher made out of figs. The Asni, and that is Sheikher that's made out of other, uh, you know, the, and the way they made Sheikher was, and that's why it was an inferior product, was they would pour water over the fruit, let's say over grapes, and that would produce some sort of uh, drink. That's what they called uh, Sheikher. So if you made it out of a barley malt, or you poured the water on um, uh, uh, you poured the water um, on fig figs, which is considered, it was a more chashev, it was more apparent for beer, or you poured it over strawberries, which again, these are all more chashev than the inferior wine, sort of wine product. And in regards to these three things, it was asked of Rav. And we didn't know. So Sheikh Rimbaya, what are you asking me about Sheikhar, which is the low, it's on the bottom of the totem pole? If these other three were asked, then we never answered. So we thought maybe you can't make Kiddush, because Kiddush needs require something that's more Khashab. That you cannot be make Kiddush or be Mabdil on on this Sheikhar. Now it Mernami, Amrav Tachlifta, Baravimi, Amr Shmuel, Shame. So we see not it wasn't just Rav, but it seems to be universal that Shmuel holds it as well. So we see that both Rav and Shmuel both held that when it comes to Shekhar, these other the other types of beer, you know, the barley malt 
and uh, the strawberry uh, beer and the, the, the fig beer. So those were a question. But Shechar, which is more inferior, we said, no, you can't use it for Kiddush. Or have done both Rav and Shmuel agree with that. Levi Shadol Le Rav. Levi sent to Rav Shechra Bar Tleser Migani. That it was a 13 times strain. So this was like a uh, artesian sort of Shechar. It was made, it was very fancy. That... Uh, they poured it, it wasn't just once, you know, sloppily poured over the fruit to get some flavor, but rather he restrained it 13 times. So it was, it was an omnis, right? So now it was, he was lending chashivas to it. Tame, and its taste, have a basim tuba. It was very, very sweet. So Amar, so Rav said, Ki Okay, this is not junky byproduct of a, a wine, but this is good now. This is a, it's its own drink in its own right. Not only is it good that I could use it for Kiddush, but I can say all sorts of shirus and tishbachah. Now, what happened? As with anything, uh, uh, you know, as, as with anything uh, that was dates, so, okay, that we see the things made out of dates. It afflicted him at night. We've had this before. Amar, he said, Misran, it can cause this much pain. And we should use it as a pius, that I should say shirus tishbachah and make Kiddush on it. Can't be, right? If this thing is such a, is a root cause of so much pain of Yisurim, as he really bothered him, had all sorts of stomach and intestinal issues. Some of Yasef, other Barabim, so we see here that uh, people, they shun this beverage. Even though it tasted sweet, they paid, for, they paid the price later. Some of Yasef, other Barabim, he made a Shvua Barabim, delay Ishti Shechra. I won't drink Shechar again because it uh, causes problems. Some of Ishti. He says, I better off be drinking garbage water. Okay, water that may mishras pishta. That's the that's the water that that's the that's used when they washed out flax to watch out the fibers. So it's got all sorts of gunk in there. I'd rather drink that than shechra. Uh, that the drink, we should make the common drink. You know what the penalty is? You know what the penalty is for making Kiddush on Shechar? That should become your drink. Right? It's so bad that if you, if you use it for Kiddush because you're trying to cheat the system, then we give you a call that that should be your drink. Right? That's, you should always drink it. Rav found Rav Huna. Now Rav Huna went into the Shechar making business and he did quite well. So he, 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 he developed an appetite for him. He saw it in a different light. We see that a lot of taste is not just uh, how you react to something, it's how it appears to you. He liked Shechar. Okay? Rav Ashkei Rav Huna, the Kaddish HaShechar, Amar Lei, Shari Abba, Lemikni, Istri, Mishechra. Okay, that he said, the Shari Abba, Lemikni, you, um, you, you, uh, you are allowed to go ahead and, and use it. Okay, that you like, it's, it's good for you. You like it. Why? Because, because you, since you made a profit from Shechar, you started a, beer, uh, a Shechar making business, and you did really well, so therefore, um, you know, for you, uh, you know, Shari doesn't mean you're allowed, but it rather, Rashbam explains, you started to, you want to know why you like it? In other words, they're all testifying how bad this is. You want to know why you like it? Because you started a business, and you did well, and, that, and, and therefore you developed a, an affinity for it. Okay, Tana Rabbanon, the Bible says, in Makachin El Alayayin. You can only make Kiddush on wine. Ve'in Mavarachin El Alayayin. You can only make a bracha on wine. Frek the Gemara, what are you talking about? We're assuming a regular bracha. Of course, you have to make a bracha 
You know I mean? You'd only make brachos on wine? No, you got to make brach on water too. On anything, you have to make a shakon. Vara, Amar Abaya, Hachi Kamar, is what I mean to say, and Amar Havei Kaisha Bracha Levarech. I wasn't talking about a bracha rishayna. I was talking about what I could use for a kaishal bracha. You do not say, bring a kaishal bracha, el al except for wine. Okay, so again, we see this uh, memor brought down again. Use wine. Don't make kiddush on wine. Not really, uh, really, we're moving on. Okay, good. Now, now the question is going to be, how much for a kais kiddush, how much do I need to drink? So Mishum Rav Elazar Rav Shimon Amru Mikadshin Miti Imas Yayin Kol Shehu. So Rav Elazar Rav Shimon says that all you have to, when you make kiddush, all you in order to be yitzi your your chiyav of kiddush, all you have to do is taste, or all that has to be tasted from the kiddush is a kol shehu. You take one little sip and you're done. You're good. Rav Yisi Rav Yehuda Aimer Maloi Lugma that it needs to be a cheekful. Okay, Amar Rav Huna Amar Rav. Rav Huna says, B'shem Rav, Echein Tani, Rav Gidol, Demin, Narash. And so too, says Rav Gidol, Min, Narash. And I'm a Kaddish, V'tam, Meloi, Logma, Vyatza. That if you taste Meloi, Logma, right, that it is one cheek full, then you're Yatza. V'im lav, lo Yatza. If you don't taste that from the Kiddush, you're not going to be Yatza, you're Kiddush. Now, in regards to who said this, I'm a Rav Nachem, Rav Yitzchak, Anotanin Allah. I taught this, or I learned it. So you had Gidol Dimin Narash. I wasn't sure who it is. If it was Gidol Barmenashi or Gidol Barmenyumi, Ella Gidol Stama, I just had this as a plain Gidol. And Lamainaf Kamina, it was heard from the Mirmi Dideadide. So we can't ask Astira if we don't know which Rav Gidol said it. The different Rav Gidol. So we know who said Bashem Rav Gidol. He said, don't, put it, don't attach a name to the end there so that we can't uh, ask Astira on this. But either way, what do we see? We see that in order to be able to chiv kiddush, you have to have malay lugmav. Taisus points out that malay lugmav does not mean cheeks full. It's one, the side of one cheek, and that's how we paskin. And the shear is really revius. And this is going to be important in tomorrow's daf. Maybe if we go a little deeper, that because if with something that's a kais shal bracha, then the bar to be yaitza, the kais shal bracha, berchas hamazan, havdala, kiddush, whatever, is malay lugmav. Okay, so it's one side, one side of a Adam Bainanis, right? Even though because a giant would have it much larger, but that is, and it's it's Reva Revius, that is the shear. Okay, moving on to the next, finally, the next part of the Mishnah. So, so we said, and we discussed this in the Mishnah, we said that a person should not eat Samach Lemincha. So the Gemara is going to ask, Ibayalu, ask the following Shiloh, Samach Lemincha Gedoyla Tanan, Samach Lemincha Kitana. Are we talking about Samach Mincha Gedayla, which would be a half hour before Mincha Gedayla, which is, on a six to six day, would be 12.30. So Samach would then be, right, we said Samach means a half hour before, so it would mean you can't eat from 12 o'clock, half hour before Mincha Gedayla, which is 12.30, or Mincha Gitana, which is at 3.30, nine and a half hours, right, would, and then Samach means a half hour before, so is it, when is the Isser to eat on Erev Pesach? Is it from 12 o'clock, or three o'clock. Stama, what, what's the difference over here? So are we saying it's you can't eat from twelve o'clock? Umishum Pesach. And what's the concern here? Is because once you cross into Chatzais, now you're in the game for bringing the carbon Pesach. And therefore the concern is that Bisman of the carbon Pesach, you might you might lose track of time. You know, sit down and eat a Suda. 
You have a mitzvah to bring a carbon Pesach, you might lose track of time. And that's why we said from 12 o'clock and on, once you have a chiv to bring the carbon Pesach, so therefore you can no longer eat a suda. So the concern is you might not, go, you might, you might uh, neglect to bring the carbon Pesach. Or, maybe it's and then the concern is not only carbon Pesach because ostensibly you would have brought your carbon Pesach already. What's the concern then, right? We said that when do you bring a carbon Pesach is at eight and a half hours, which is before nine hours. So, Mestama, you would have already brought it. And therefore, Mishum Matzah. And the concern is now no longer because of carbon Pesach, Mishum Matzah. Dilma Asi Lamichle Lamatzah Achila Gasa. You might come and you eat your matzah, Misham Achila Gasa. And that's the concern. So, which one is it? Is it the earlier Zman and only Achil Pesach? Now, the Rashbam speaks out here. He says, I don't understand. Achila Gasa would also be a problem in Karim Pesach as well. So, why did you spe- specifically say, oh, you might come to eat your matzah, Achila Gasa? Um, so, he brings a couple answers. He says, um, it's true that there isn't a concern of Achila Gasa. However, he's saying, Achilu uh, is Mandaleka Pesach. Okay, because even, so even Bezman Hazeh, this would still be a concern. That would be a concern for Achille Gasa. Needs to be explained a little bit, the Mepharshim discussed, because if you remember, and I remember Akiva, you had a problem with this at the beginning, but we discussed that we said it was Leteyavai. Now Matzah is Leteyavai. Now we seem to be having a different bar. That it's not, it's not Leteyavai, it's Achille Gasa. Tosu speaks out, this is a different shot, but he speaks out that there's essentially three levels. There's Achila Gasa. You want to know what Achila Gasa is? Remember, there's, let's say on Yom Kippur, if you, if you eat, uh, you're not allowed to eat, but if you eat Achila Gasa, you're not going to be Chayiv on that. Okay, so there's different levels. He says that is like super Achila Gasa. Then there's like a medium Achila Gasa where you could stuff it a piece. And then there's another level of Achila Gasa. There's difference. Um, uh, you have to have more of a desire. Again, but he's not, seems to not be going, this is not going with the Rashbam's shot. So we see that there's some murkiness in exactly what is this Achila Gasa versus the, the Teyavain that it says in the Mishnah, right? So what are we trying to avoid? But either way, on a, on a global, uh, global picture, we're trying to avoid some sort of, so you have some sort of appetite slash Achila Gasa for the Kompesach, and that's why then that would be, I'm sorry, for the Matzah, okay? He also, the Rashbam brings out another reason that he wants to say that the reason why we said, the Gemara says matzah. So that was one reason, the other reason why he says matzah, even though Karim Pesach would also be concerned eating too much, is he says because uh, it's much easier uh, carbs, right? When you have achila gasa, so you feel it's, it's harder to eat. But to eat a little piece of extra protein, right? You eat a nice fat meal and somebody leaves over a little piece of steak. Okay, so that you can eat it. But if you see bread, no one's going for the bread when you're hungry. So, when you're full. I'm sorry, when you're full, correct. So that it seems to me like there's a different level of Achila Gasa when it comes to matzah versus, versus the Karim Pesach, which was protein, which is meat. So that's why uh, we, when we refer to Achila Gasa, we refer to the matzah, but Eina Hanami would also be an issue. Portion-wise, how much of the, of the Karim Pesach would somebody eat? Like, was there a minimum, a maximum? <laughs> well, Kazayas is the minimum. It depends right. on how many people. It depends on how many people, exactly. Also, also, the Karim Pesach was the end of the night. I mean, the matzah was like, earlier, starts earlier on. It's like, kind of a lot of in the day. I mean, you, by the time you get the Karim Pesach, it's like... It's a, You've already had matzah? Mm, no, no, no. Right? I think the Karim Pesach together. might have been... They ate it together. It wasn't that the last Pesach, no. Karim Pesach had matzah, so we're going to see that next week. 
That's, I mean, that's Hillel that he used to wrap it together, but every, I mean, the, every, look, even there's a machlekes, right? There's, 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 there's going to be machlekes in the Gemara later. Now, even if you don't hold like Hillel that you have to wrap it all together, there are a button hold that it should still be eaten together. The, what they're saying is that you don't have to eat it all together. If you did it, if you ate it separately, but it seems like... It's a difference between eating shawarma style or a platter. Yeah, but it seems like it should it should have been ideally it should have been all eaten together. So I don't necessarily know that's true. So therefore, the Rashbam goes with the carbs versus protein uh, argument. Okay. Anyway, so al matzosim rom yochluhu. Yochluhu people would eat matzosim rom to get a nakul on pesach. No, yochluhu eat al matzosim rom. We're talking about the carbon pesach. Eat it together with eat the carbon pesach together with the matzosim rom. But yeah. Um, okay, so again, we're back to our Shiloh over here. What's our Shiloh? Do we have to stop eating? We said Samach Lamencha. Is it Chatzais or is it 3 o'clock on a, six, on a 6 to 6 day? Is it 12 o'clock or 3 o'clock? And the concern is, are we driven? What's driving our concern? Is it driven by I might not come to do my, make my current Pesach? Or is it that I might not uh, go ahead and uh, be able to, uh, I might be full? Tashima, Amar Avina, Tashima. So we have a, we have a bris up here from the story with Agrivas Hamelach. Agrivas Hamelach shu raga lechol b'teisha shoyz that he used to eat in the ninth hour. So this was essentially at two o'clock, right? Two o one is already the ninth hour. Three o'clock is the end of nine hours. So now we're saying just to get our times right here, we're saying that the if you want to say it's mincha katana, then there's an iser to eat after three o'clock. So in the ninth hour he used to eat. That Erev Pesach, so that's when he used to eat his breakfast. He used to wake up, he did it, he was learned, he was a Tamachacham, whatever. And then he used to eat his breakfast at, in the ninth hour, after two o'clock. Okay, going into, you know, to two o'clock. So now, he wouldn't eat. Now, so if you want to tell me that the Iker Chiv is not to eat next, around the time of Katana, meaning at 3 p.m., so then, Hainu Revusa Da Gripas. So then that's the Chiddush and Agripa saying, oh, even though he normally would eat between 2 o'clock and 3 o'clock, since there was an Isra at 3 o'clock, he was extra machmer and he wouldn't eat even from after 2 o'clock. So if you want to tell me there's an Isra to eat after 12 o'clock, so now my Revusa da Agripas, what are you coming to say? I feel Agripas that he was such a Tamachacham that he didn't go ahead and eat, that this Chal Isra Allah Me'ekara. There was an Isser at 12 o'clock to eat. So of course he couldn't eat at 2 o'clock. He couldn't eat at 2.30. He couldn't eat his breakfast at 2.30 because it's an Isser to eat from 12 o'clock. Elamai, it must be. So the Gemara says, one second. Even, even if you want to tell me that we're talking about Mincha Katana, still I got a problem. That there would still be a Zman Isser. Why? Because... A king's suda is not, gonna, it's not a five-minute ordeal. He doesn't grab a quick thing. So what we're saying is he'd eat. That's when he started his suda, but he'd go past the time. So either way, you're going to have a problem. Didn't we say that it doesn't matter? As long as you start before the Israel, then you can continue? No, we said we paskin that you have to stop. Oh. Uh, didn't, yeah, and therefore... So if he started when he was looker, then what's the problem? Even if it was a long meal, it doesn't matter. He started at the right time. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say something balabatish, like, even still, it doesn't make him great. 
That just makes it like, you know, that's the spirit of the law. We said, I mean, we brought down those machlikas from Yehuda and Rabbi Yassi in regards to when you're masikin. So this is a good question exactly here. You're saying, if he started before, so why is the Gemara saying, safe, safe, if he started before, he started Beheter, and even if it dragged out later, it should be okay? You know, still, I, I wouldn't necessarily call him like a, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we wouldn't necessarily call him out for going like uh, Lefnim, mm-hmm. right? Just because it's allowed doesn't necessarily mean that it's ideal. So Mahu So kings, they're used to having royal banquets. So therefore, I would say that nine hours to Agrivas, then eating in the ninth hour would be like eating in the fourth hour for us. Okay, and therefore, so normally, that's when he normally ate. That was his breakfast in the ninth hour. And they normally eat. Okay, so therefore we would say that even if the concern is, you want to know what, what, what the greatness was, that even though he, there's a Havamina to say that he would normally be able to eat a Suda at 2 o'clock, and he would be fine. The answer is only at 3 o'clock, he'd only be able to eat a Suda. And then he would, he would have no problem eating the matzah later, because right? that's part of his uh, royal duties, is to have, uh, you know, he'll have a breakfast, he's a, uh, he's a melech, and then he can eat later. Okay, so therefore, so he's like eating, like us eating in the fourth hour, right? Then when we eat in the fourth hour, we'll be hungry at night, we'll be okay. Kamash Malan. Okay, so we see that no, Kamash Malan, that even though, even though Agrivas could have eaten it, that was the chumr that he, had, that, he, that, he, that, he made, that he brought upon himself, that even though the Isser was only at three o'clock, and he could have eaten at two-ish o'clock, and he could have kept going. Like you're saying, he could have kept going. And he would have still been hungry. But he could have kept going. And he would have still been hungry. Still, that was the extra chumr that Agrippas that we're calling out. That Agrippas did on himself that he didn't. Now, Amr Reb Asi. Reb Asi says, we changed the gear. Avo matbil hubamini targima. So now, we paskin. We paskin l'chumr. It's brought down. The uh, bring down the l'chumr. We should not eat even past 12 o'clock. Okay, even though there's no uh, zman from Pesach anymore. But l'chumr. Okay, that there's, that since the Gemara doesn't, doesn't necessarily, we bring a Raya, but there's no definitive proof in the Gemara saying that it's Mechagadal versus Mechagatana. So I think we paskin that we should be Machbin not to make a Suda after 12 o'clock. But a anyway, Suda, not, not eating. Suda. Correct, correct. We'll see here. Amar Reb Asi, Mini Tagima. So even when you can't have a Suda, you're allowed to have Mini Tagima, which um, the Rashbam says, Mini Tagima are Peres Ubasar Belay Fruit and meat, okay, cocktails and fruit. That he would be matbil, he would dip in vegetables. And now we're going to sweep. So we see, now here he says that the vegetables, so this is a little different. So we're saying you're allowed to have snacks, meaning targima. Dipping in vegetables, that we've had in brachos was megara libe. That actually whets your appetite. So he, now we're saying that, that, Again, this was sort of a cocktail that would whet their appetite for the food. The shamish can dip, uh, you know, intestines or, or different types of meats in, and uh, serve it to the guests. And even though there's no raya that you're specifically allowed to, but rather there's a zecher to saying that normally when you eat these sort of things, it actually helps with the appetite. Shanemar, as the Pasuk says, plow, a plowed field, va'al tazrio el koitzim. That what's the most efficient way to sow a field, to seed a field? That would be like 
it, the field eating, is first near, right? That you first have to clear the field. So you've got to do some prep work to the field in order to have a better crop. So too, to be more hungry, you do prep work to your body, that your megara, your appetite, you whet your appetite. That Rabbah would drink wine the whole hour of Pesach. So that it would whet his appetite. So he'd eat more matzah. Okay. Um, so the, there's actually a question here. It's cute little in, in the Mepharshim whether we say that there's a mitzvah to eat more matzah. He wants to say they want to learn that it's more matzah. Why was he trying to, what is that, to eat more matzah? We see that even more than the chiyav, that any amount of matzah you eat additional to that is an additional mitzvah. And then there are others that say, no, sorry, the tve goes on the wet the appetite. Oh. That he was wetting his appetite. That he would be, have more of an appetite for matzah. But either way, how do we know that wine can wet the appetite. The Tanan, it says, between, so there's Dalit Kaisis on Pesach, between the first and the second Kais, so we don't allow you to drink between the third and fourth Kais, because now you've done your meal. There's no reason to allow you to drink more. Why, what's the only chilek? Why is it that we must allow you to drink between the first and second Kais? You have to say, if you want to say it fills you up, my yishta. If you want to tell me, we see specifically that you're allowed to drink more wine between the first and second kais, and if you want to tell me that it fills you up, then you're going to create problems for yourself. And we see that, now this is an interesting thing about wine, and we actually bring this down, that you can't drink a little bit of wine. A little bit of wine will actually fill you up, and we've had this in brachas, a little bit of wine will fill you up, but a lot of wine, right? then that would actually whet your appetite and cause you to eat I can't imagine that they had a Pesach Seder like we have. You're very into that. You're very, no, you're very I'm, into I'm saying like everything that the Gemara seems to be saying that just does not fit I, in. I, I don't think you're right because we're going to see later. We're going to see later that it's, a lot of things they're going to go through. <coughs> they're going to go through the Seder or certain aspects of the Seder. And it's going to be very, uh, very similar to... Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so we started off today saying that Amir went to Rav Chista's place. They brought him... Uh, they brought him a cup of shekhar. He didn't make Abdullah. And then the next year, uh, he, he waited till Sunday, made a, found wine at a gourmet store, and then uh, hard to find store, and then well, made Abdullah. Um, and then the next year, the same thing happened again. They brought him shekhar again. So they said, so he, he realized that, ah, that uh, it must be that this is really, that this is acceptable. It's Hamar Medina, and therefore, they made Abdullah and Hamar Medina. We learned three things. The number one, you have to be Mavdal Bukais. Number two, it's also to eat because he went to bed hungry. And number three, you can be Mavdal even after Matzir Shabbos from the fact that he was Mavdal on Sunday the first year when he was there. Okay, we brought down that both Rav and Shmuel hold that you can't make Kiddush or Abdullah on Shechar. Okay, we asked, what about Shechar Chashev? Right, so these other types made out of uh, uh, um, um, barley or, or the like, which were more Chashev than this Shechar. And that was a Shaila we didn't ask. Okay, Levi, we had the Levi Shadar, Larebi Shechar by Yud Gimel, right? That it was a fancy sort of Shechar. Um, they put water on top of the Torah 13 times and it was very sweet. And he said, ah, this would be good, except at night uh, he discovered that uh, having uh, too, much, too much date juice is really causes problems. And therefore he said, you can't use it for Kiddush. Then we had the story of also some Amoraim that made a nether not to do, drink it. He said, he'd rather have flax water, where he said that the penalty for using this for Kiddush, is that you should always have to drink this. And um, Rav, however, founder of Huna, that Rav Huna was in the Shechar-making business, so for him, he, uh, he actually quite enjoyed it. He took a liking to it, 
And he said, that's why you are, that's why you like it. Anyways, we said, um, we said, again, we, we just brought down from Abaya that you don't say bring a kais of bracha, kais bracha for brechas hamazain, except only on wine. You shouldn't use other things. Um, and then we discussed how much wine, we had a machlekes, whether it was teimas yayin kol shehu for kaisal bracha, to affect, to cement in the kaisal bracha, let's say kiddush, how much do you have to drink? We said either, one mandamer said it was just a little bit, and Rav Yisib Rav Yehuda said, Amalei Lugmav, and we brought down B'Shem Rav and Rav Gidol, that if you do not uh, drink Amalei Lugmav, then you're not going to be Yitzah. Then we moved on to the next part of the mission. We said, Samach Lamecha Gidayla, which would be Mecha Gidayla is at 12.30, so Samach is 12 o'clock, or, and then the concern is you might not make the Karim Pesach, or Mecha Ketana, and the concern is to make sure you have either not Achilagaso or some sort of appetite, right? We said it's a little... Uh, it's a little fluid there, exactly what, we're, exactly what we're trying to avoid. But the general idea that you should be eating matzah properly, and we, tried to, we brought a raya from Agrifas that um, even though he normally ate breakfast at 2 o'clock, he wouldn't eat, okay? And that was something great that he did. Uh, that, that, was something, that was a nice thing that he did, and we called him out for, uh, even though he could have eaten before, so it must be that the zman was 3 o'clock, but the Gemara asked on that, Okay, and we said, right, it goes to Zman Iser, and we said, so then what's, if it goes to Zman Iser, so then what was so great? We said, because maybe he could still have an appetite, but we don't necessarily have a bearing one way or another on our sugya. Um, Ravasi says that after the Zman, you could be metabol, meaning targima, which he, we said were Paris or Basar. Yitzchak said Yerokos, so that's where, um, that they're Megara, Liba, Lechol, Matzah, and that the vegetables prepare, prepare you to eat the and we saw we learned like this as well that Rabba would drink wine to Megara Levi said he had an appetite.